0: Today's daf is Kedushan Daf Chav and we are three lines from the bottom of Daf Chav Vav Omid Beis Toshma. Today's daf is being learned as a Chus Rifu Shalema for Yosef Ben Rachel Shmario Yosef Chaim Ben Rivka Rachel, and today's daf is also being learned Leilu Nishmas Kela Bas Ybodol Chaim Toivim Reb Martcha Tzvi. So we're in the middle of discussing the Mishnah on Daf Chavav Amid Aleph, which discussed how one acquires Karka and how one acquires Metaltalin. The Mishnah said, "Nechasim she'ish lohem Achrayis, A.K.A. Karka, are nikknin bekesef ubistar ubichazaka, and nechasim she'ein lohem Achrayis, A.K.A. Metaltalin, ain nikknin." Then the Mishnah said that it's possible for a person to acquire metalin via kesef starr vechazaka. How so? If somebody is acquiring karka and metalin, if that acquirer, the koina, does a Kenyan kesef Shtar, or chazaka on the karka, biderach agav, literally and figuratively. He could be of the metal. And the Gemara got into a whole discussion related to Kenyan Agav. It began on the bottom of Daf Chovov Amid Aleph, and it's going to take us through the first part of today's Daf all the way onto Daf Chov Zayin Amid Beis. The specific Ibaya that is the first part of this sugya is when one acquires metal in Agav Karka does the metaltolin have to physically be on the karka, or is that not necessary? Meaning, you have a makna and a koina. The makna is being makna, karka, and metaltolin. The koina makes the kinyan on the karka, the derech agav, he's coined the metaltolin as well. Do we say, I don't care where the metaltolin is. The karka could be on one side of the world, the metaltolin could be on the other side of the world, as long as there's das, makna, das koina, you make a kinyan on the karka, that's enough for you to be koin in the metaltolin. Or maybe there has to be some physical chibor between the karka and the Metatalan in order for kinyan agav to work. The Gemara posed the ibaya. the Gemara fired away with a few tashmas. this maisa, that maisa, and the Gemara now is going to tell another maisa, which has a source and a mishnah. The mishnah is <coughs> in the fifth parak of mesechtes maiser, sheni, Mishna test. I'll bring you a raya to this ibaya. someone is acquiring metalton agav Karaka, does it have to be tziburim? The metalton physically has to be in the Karaka or not? I said there was a story. But Rabbi Gamliel the with Rabbi Gamliel and the skanim. They were traveling on a svena on a boat. Rabbi Gamliel the skanim. Rabbi Gamliel told the skanim, asur Lamud. I am going to." give my Rishon from the Tfua that I have at home. Now, that my Rishon that I am designating right now, that I am going to separate at some future date, not so lightly I want, right now, should belong to Yeshua. Yeshua, as in Reb Yeshua, to us, Rashi says was a Levi. My Rishon is meant to be given to the Levian. So Rabbi Gamliel said that I have Tfua, I wasn't yet mafresh ma'iserishin. I need to be mafresh to ma'iserishin. So, Isor, the ten percent, the ma'iserishin shani asid lomud, that I'm going to measure, and that I'm going to be mafresh. I want should belong to Rabbi Yeshua and I'm being magnet him right now. And the way I'm being magnet him right now is the Makim We're the ma'iserishin that I am going to be mafresh is currently. I'm being masker to Rabbi Yeshua. Now, how would he be masker? How would he lease that property to Rabbi Yeshua? Rashi says, Rabbi Yeshua gave him a pruta, and via Kenyan kasef, schirus is a form of Kenyan. Shirus karka is a form of Kenyan karka. So he gave him a little bit of kasef, and by giving him the kasef, he now owned the property that was beneath the tvua, which ultimately would be the Maisharishan, and like this, he gave from Rabbi Yeshua the Ma'aser He continued and he said, achar, and another ten percent that I'm going to measure and I'm going to be mafish. I'm giving to Akiva and Yosef, also known as Rabbi Akiva Kedesh Yisroel So, like this, he could be So we know that every year a yid had to give two Ma'aseros, Ma'aser and depending on what year in the Shemitah cycle it was, either Ma'aser Shani or Ma'aser Ani. This year." was a meiser Oni digi year, and as a result, the second meiser that Rabbi Gamliel was obligated to give was Maiser Oni. Rabbi Akiva wasn't an Oni. The Gemara in the Masech Tisnadar Daphnum talks about the incredible wealth of Rabbi Akiva. But he was a gabbai for the anim. and as a result, Rabbi Gamliel said that I have to give Maiser Oni, I'm being masker the Mokim where the Maeserani is to Akiva ben Yosef. How was he masker? To him again, way, Rashi says he gave him money and by doing that, he was able to be zoich Either way, Rabbi Gamliel finds himself in a situation, we're not learning Masachas Maeser Sheni now, where he's on a boat and he has to be mafresh, Shumazam, he hasn't done so yet and he is in a panic. It needs to happen right now. So he says, right now the Maeserishan should belong to Rabbi Yeshua and I'm giving it to him this second, how am I giving it to him? I'm going to bemasker him, the makoim, where the Maeseritian is, and by him doing that, he will now acquire the Maeseritian. And I have to give Maeseroni, I'm going to give it to Akiva ben Yosef, who's a, a gabite stoker. and by giving it to him like this, I'll be able to fulfill my obligation of Maeseroni. Now, just to be clear, in order to give ma'aser you physically have to take the ma'aser and give it to the lady. In order to give ma'aser you physically have to take the ma'aser and you have to give it to the ani. Rabbi Gamliel didn't do that. He couldn't do that. He didn't have it with him. He was on a boat. Everything else was in the in the field where he had all his tefuah. What did he do? Rabbi Yeshua gave Rabbi Gamliel a pruta. By doing that, Rabbi Yeshua was Kaina the makayim where the Maisserishan was and via that he was able to acquire the Mycerean. Rabbi Kibi did the same thing with his mockim and that's how he was able to be Koin of the Mysoreoni. The Gemara assumes that the Nusakh of the Kenyan was Kenyan agav. And if that's the case, Shmami no you see beinan siburamba. You see that the only time Kenya Agav works is if the metatlan is physically on the Karka. Because if you don't need the metatlan to physically be on the Karka, so why was it necessary for Rabbi Gamliel to be masker to Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Akiva, the Mokim, where the Miser rishon, and where the Miser Oni was? He shouldn't have to be makne him that etzim Mokim. It would have been enough that he's Makhim, a piece of Karka, through Kinyan Agav, you can be kind of the but b'chol m'kayim shehi. Must be that you need that it should be Tziburim and that's why Rabbi Gamliel emphasized that I need that muckum where this thing physically was to be his. Sok so is this a raya that be in on But the Gemara says no raya. Why not? It could be that Punti decided to give him that property, and the reason is because he didn't want that when they finally come ashore and Rabbi Gamliel was gonna. That Rabbi Yeshua was going to go take his Maeserishan and Rabbi Akiva was going to go take the Maeserani that he was going to distribute to the Aniyim. he should be in a rush that I have my Maeserishan sitting in someone else's Rishos. I have my Maeserani sitting in someone else's Rishos. It's like this. He said, you know what? Why don't you rent this for the next 30 days? Like this is yours. There's no rush. There's no Bahala. And like this, it'll be much less of a tircha." See, he did it this way for practical reasons, but not necessarily for Halachic reasons. Now, this whole Mishnah here, Masech, this is not an easy Mishnah. First of all, there's Brera vibes that permeate this whole Mishnah because it sounds like he's not being Mafreshit right now, but it's Shani Asud Lamud. Yet already now it's Chal the Hafrosh of Maiserishin. Well, it's going to happen retroactively, which would seem to be Yezh Brera 101, which is something that we're definitely not going to talk about this morning. But just one thing that is important, and that is a big Machloik Rashi and Tosfis what Hoshib shot Rabbi Gamliel was worried about. Rashi says Rabbi Gamliel had tevel, meaning he had not been mafesh, tumas and maistress, and that's a problem. You're not allowed to have tevel sitting around your house before the Talmud Chacham, where if you walk into a Talmud Chacham's house, you open up the refrigerator, you open up the pantry, you assume everything you already mafesh, tumas and maistress from. You would never expect that in the Gadol Adar, there's uh, an orange that's tefel. So, uh, Talmud Chacham, the frat, has to be careful, and Rabbi Gamliel realized he had a situation, and therefore, immediately, he had to be mafish as my sirish and as my son. He had to take care of everything he had to take care of. Rabbi Nutam had a whole bunch of kashas on Rashi's Psha, not for now, and because this, Rabbi Utam said that's not what was happening. Rabbi Gamliel didn't mafish all his trumas and However, it was the Shas Habir. And he had not yet been mizvair. He wasn't in the mitzvah of Biartia ben abayis, which is a mitzvah that he had had to be m'kayim twice in the shmita cycle, Wait, there was an obligation to take all your tshumis of and make sure you give it away. So it's not that he had pevel, but he had to give away his tshumis of Either way, I Toshma, I'll bring you a right again to the law of whether in order to be a metalton of karka, do you need that the metalton should be tzibur, which should physically be on the karka, or is that not necessary? Amar Rava bar Yitzchak bar Yitzchak said in the name of there are two halachis that relate to Shinaris. Rashi says, Shnei chalukim Two different disparate halachis that relate to a shtar. Number one, If somebody goes over to a, a person and he says, you know, I want to take my field and I want to give it to ployni. Will you please be zoicha in this field on behalf of ployni? So what's the halach? If the person is zoicha in the field on behalf of ployni, ployni gets the field. I, ployni, never made this person a shliach. True, but zachim adam shlo'i befat. We all know that. Now, this makna, after he said, z'chut he said, the kissful way is ashtar. I also want you to write ashtar. Meaning, ashtar raya, that I gave him this matana. It says, rav, If this person now wants to be chayzer b'shada and say, you know something, I decide I don't want to write the ashtar. He has every right to do that. But he can't be chayzer b'shada. And the reason is because once he makes a Kenyan in it, he was already Zoich in it on behalf of the Ploini, and therefore it's too late. You have no right to back out. What would be if the makna said that I want you to be Zoich of Sada Zulaploini, I'll menass Shetiktuvuloya Sashtag? But I'm doing it on the condition that you also write a star. Meaning, I'm making the schiya contingent upon there being a star. Then the alach is choizer beshdar beshad. Because being that you could be choizer beshdar, and in this case, the sod gufa is contingent upon the star. So, if you want to be choizer on the sod, you can be on the sod. So, Rabbi Yitzchak said in the name of Rab, I heard two alaches related to shtaros. Shne say. One halacha was if somebody tells somebody, be Zeicha in this field, and oh, by the way, right star if he's Zeicha in the field, he can't be Chaiser anymore in the ski of the field, but you could be Chaiser in you giving this person Rishos. To go write a star. If, however, the person would make the ski of the sada contingent upon the Ksiba shtar, he would use a lotion of almenas shetichdu v'lo Then the halach is being that you could be choiser in the star, maybe you could be choiser in the sa as well. Rab Chibar Abin Amar so Rav. said over in the name of not Rav but ravhuno, Shloisha shtar is saying there aren't two shtaris, but really there's three halachas related to stars. Trei The two that Rab said, and I-dach, what's the third? And kadam moichir because of the. A star, what would be if there's somebody that is giving somebody a field. He's selling somebody a field. And he went on his own and he wrote a star. Which is something that the moichers are allowed to do. You're allowed to write the shtar on behalf of the moich, even though the moich is not there. Meaning, you could have thought that the only time you could write a shtar mechira is if side the moich and side the moich are in cahoots. They're both in agreement that this is the right thing to do. And the reason is, because the shtar always benefits the moich. The only person that can lose out by writing a Shtar Mechira is the Moicher. And if the Moicher says, write, there's no reason for us not to write it. But either way, said Rav that if the Moicher would write a Shtar and then afterwards he would tell someone to be zoicha in the field on behalf of the person that he's giving it to or of the lekech himself would make a chazaka in the field as soon as that koina makes a chazaka in the karka he would be koina star wherever it is meaning even though there's a concept we just said of the moicha, the makna being chazer star. If, however, he wrote the star, so you physically had the star in the world already, and now the koina goes and makes a kinyan on whatever it is he's been koina, the karka, so then automatically he gets the star. So if the shtar wasn't written, then even if he was Kaina, he could be chayzer in the shtar. If, however, the shtar was already written, that's the third halacha relating to the shtar, right? All three halachas are related to each other. So what's the third halacha? What's the shloisha shtar is saying? In the event that the shtar was already written, and now the lekeach goes and he makes a kenyan in the karka, so then you can't be Khaizer in the shtar anymore. Even though he wrote the shtar on his own, he never even wrote it midas lekech, it doesn't matter. The shtar is there, kays in the and Here's the punchline. Says the Gemara. From the third of the three stars. That's what we need. We don't need the shnei stars. We were just building up. to From the third of the three stars, You see from here. You don't need. In order to be kind of in agav Karaka, That the metaltal should physically be on the karka. Why? Because the Gemara assumes that what's the vart? That... The shtar automatically is viewed as being in the possession of the laikeach, and if the mecha wants to back out, he can. not It's because the laikeach was coined. It. Where was he it? All he did was he made a chazok on the karka. The terrence is, it works with kinyanaga. But it's not saburim, so what the shtar is physically in the karka, it's not in the karka. Well, so you see, for me, you don't need to but the some... Gemara says no. It could be the reason the laikeach is coined the star together with the karka is not din kinyanaga. But rather, it could be the reason this works is because we look at it as being. Ancillary, We look at it as being part and parcel of the actual karka. And the Gemara gives a muscle to it. It's like da Ara. It's like the reins of the land. So if somebody is acquiring an animal, you have to make a special kenyan on the rein, the halter of the animal. Why? Because it's considered part of the animal. The shtar is part of the ara. And the tzushtel, the analogy is that the halter allows you to watch, be to protect your animal. In the same way, your shtaraya is protection over your asset. But the point is that the reason the Lakeach is koina, the shtar, when he makes a chazok and the chazok in the karka, is not midin agav, but it's because we look at it as being part of the karka. The chiddish of agav is that I'm. Making a kingin in one thing, and I'm being kind of something completely unrelated. This is not unrelated. Shani shtar daf It's part of it, and as a result, you kind of kingin agav maybe has to be tsiburim when it's part of the same cheftza. A little counterintuitively, there it doesn't have to be tsiburim, but the gemara says you can't say that. It's a nice teret. In Tzvara, logically, it works really well. But V'alok Tani, we learned, regarding this halacha of Rav Huna, that Amiram said, Zuhi Sheshanino. It's regarding this halacha that Rav said, that when the L'Kech in the Karka, he automatically is of the Shtam Rechira. This is a, a mushel It's a dogma of Nechasim She'elem HaKraik. It's a nuchasim sheish Nechasim She'elem HaKraik. They Did the rabbis when they explained this halacha? And if that's the case you see it doesn't work with afsiru da'ara but it works with an agan and if it works with den agav and you see that the shtar doesn't have to be in the karku in order to be kind of the shtar Shmami not. This is a raya No. the Gemari iba ilohu. Mi agav So what does this even mean? Mi agav So Rashi says that the Gemara's question is when a person is being Machna something to someone, the Kenyan agav, do you have to say that I want you to be Koina the Karka and be Koina the in that's agaba, that's on it? Or do you not have to say it? Do you have to physically say the words agav, Or do you not have to physically say the words agav? So the Gemara says, Toshma, I'll bring you a ride, because we had all of those. So what are those? Rashi says, all the mices that we had yesterday, stuff, all the different stories that are related to Kinyanaka, like Tony Aga... There's no mention anywhere where the person physically said the word Agav. But the Gemara says, according to you, K'ni, tani? What, did the Makna even say the word kini? And everybody agrees that if you want to be Makna something to somebody, you have to tell him that I'm being Makna to you. Elo, what's Pshat? Because the mice that the Gemara told was the short version, right? If we would have taken the long scenic route, so it would have said that he said kini, and it would have maybe also said that he said Agav. Elo, Ado, I'm K'ni. It's understood that he has to say K'ni, even though we didn't mention it so to here, maybe you have to say Agav, says the Gemara. So we just had two Shailas. Number one, Agav. Does it have to be Tziburim, or does it not have to be Tziburim? Number two, can you have to say that you're being Makhna by or do you not have to say that you're being Agav? says the Gemara What's the bottom line? Tziburim You don't need that it should be Tziburim. However, Agav v'kni You do need that you have to say the word Agav and you do need that you should say the word kine. as it relates to this hilchasa, Saburam Inon kine Not today, but Baruch Hashem, we have the related debates. Two ktsayos. The first is the ktsayos in Siman Reish Beis, and this is a ktsayos that we spoke out in Mesectis Gittin, which plays itself out in the Machloek is Rashi and in the Rishonim. In the beginning of Perak HaZoyrik, Daf Ayin Zayin which is Negeya the Halacha of Agav, which is Loy B'inan Ziburim. And the second choice is in Simen Ayin Reshe, or Reish Ayin Hey, where the choice discusses whether or not a person could be Koina with Kenyan Agav, Min Hefker, And the Ketsois says, that you can't. And the reason is, because it's Mavurin this Gemara that we just learned, that when a person is with Kenyan Agav, you need a mirror. You need that the Machna should say, be kind of a And by hefty, you don't have a mirror. This is a classic choice. Iron Charm, again, related great dice. That's from years ago. In Simon, Iron Ray, But two very, very wichtige choice in, that in are some of the wonders over here that we're going through way too quickly in Kenyan Agav. Incidentally, just this whole idea that there's a din mirror by Right, what is this reminiscent of the Masechta that we're learning? You know, it's easy to forget, and that is Masechta's Kedushin. And by Kedushin, there's a halacha that, in addition to the case you also have to say read Mikudeshes So, if you remember, we spoke out in the Kedushin read the is between the, the Ktois, it's an Avni Malouin, and the uh, Hafra the its Kuntches Achren, with regards to understanding the Oimek and what role Amira plays when it comes to Kedushin. The Makna said that it's a, a din mechudeshes in the parish of kedushin. Barak Ber said it's a cheluk of the maise kicha simen But the said it's not true. You find this by all kinyonim. You always need to verbalize. You always have to express what's going on. The only time you don't have to verbalize, you don't have to express is if it's self-explanatory. If anyone, if everyone anyways knows what's going on. Oh, and by the way, when it comes to kedushin, that's the same If They were medabra, aliske, get into kedushin, And all of a sudden, the next thing you know, he gives her a ring Everything is fine as long as it's Aiden and everything is working. It's all that. You don't need the Amira per se. So the Amir said, I'm not sure where you see in the Din Amira of Kedushin necessarily that it's different than all other areas. This Kamara is a You see, you have to say Agab, you have to say Kneed, this Din Amira. You can't be kind of an African because there's no one doing the talking. Because se felt abyssal in the umdino in the that what's happening over here is is that there's a Kenyan Agab. You see a person making a Kenyan a there's a Kenyan going on in the metals. If He says it. He says, but well, here you don't have it. It's minahefker. And as a result, there's there's no amir. But again, without speaking out the ktsois, from that tzais that we didn't speak out, it's a little bit of a tushnal to the amni More Shailes related to Kenyan Agab. So what if somebody wants to be mocked at this? someone a piece of karka, he also wants to be makna metautlin. But he's selling the karka, and he's gifting the metautlin. Because that worker does that not work. Tashma, Iser Shani Asad Lamud, Nasun Lahishua, Umekai mai Muskulai Shvamino. From the Maeser Kachaya, that hardish story that we started it off with in Meshechdes Maeser Shani, there's a clear raya. Why? Because Rabbi Gamlio was makna, the Maeserishin to Rabbi Yeshua Beken Now, the property he leased to him and the uh, he gifted to him the Nossan it says in the Torah so you see that the two don't have to be the same transaction you know, that's a clear right what's the halacha could a person go and be a field to one person and be marked in the metalton to somebody else. Rashi says, So I'm going to be kind of the field for myself, and as a shliach, I'll be kind of the metalton. Doesn't even have to make a shliach. For somebody else, does that work or does that not work? So the Gemara says, Again, I'll bring you a raya from the same exact mission. shani yosef Maï um, my, kai, my Rabbi Gamliel was Makna the property where the maizeroni was. Rabbi Akiva and who's getting the Ani? Rabbi Akiva's not getting the maizeroni. The maizeroni is going to Daniim. So you see, it's going to two different people. So the Gemara says two easy answers: either my musker. When Rabbi Gamliel was being masked, he wasn't really giving it to Rabbi Akiva, but he was giving it to the, the same anim that would own the maiserani, then the one that's going to own the property. Really, everything was going to Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva is the by stalker, so you can fulfill your mitzvah of giving maiserani by giving it to Rabbi Akiva. So he's giving the property to Rabbi Akiva, he's giving the maiserani to Rabbi Akiva. The point is, either they're both going to the aniyam, or they're both going to Rabbi Akiva. At first glance, it sounds like Rabbi Akiva is the one that's going to own the property, and the Aniyim are the ones that are going to own the Maiser Aniyim. Because if you don't give the Maiser Aniyim to the Aniyim, that's still taboo. You weren't your mitzvah. So Rabbi says, no, either whoever those Aniyim are that are going to own, that's Rabbi Akiva now, Zachman Mishlevithon, he's been Zoich in the property for. Or you don't have to give the Maiser Aniyim to the Oni in order to fulfill your obligation to the Maiser Aniyim. If you give it to a, a Gabayt Stalker, Shani Aki, Rabbi Akiva someone on that level whose Yadani Hava his hand has mamished the hand of the Yoni by physically giving it to him you can be mekaim the Mitzvah of Mechaim the Mitzvah of Miseron he's my Omar, Rava Rava said another Eloi this halacha of Kenyan. Agav was only stated if the person that's acquiring the metatlin paid for all of the metatlin. But if he didn't pay for all the metatlin, like it can only be koina what's parallel to the amount of money that he paid. So, although you don't have to pay in order to be koina of metatlin, mois is not kinders. you can easily acquire metatlin on memo. You make uh, Meshicha, it's yours. But when it comes to Kenyan Agav, the only time you could be kind of a for an Agav car is if you pay. If you didn't pay, you get nothing. Let's say I paid for half, you can be kind of half. So it's interesting, pro-rates. But the bottom line is, Kineged Ma'osav, that's how much you can be kind of. Who said this Chiddush? Rava. So I'll bring you a Raya from a Brisa. A so it's like a Shmaka Brisa, so again. These types of braces keep on repeating themselves throughout the Masechta. Yofu k'ayich hakesv, mikoyach ha-shtar, v'koyach ha-shtar, So, the in a way is better than Star, and Star in a way is better than shtar. where do you find that shtar is better than Star? can be with but you can't be the and with You find that Star is better in a way than Kassif, because you can be you can divorce a woman with a Star, Mashek, and Kesef is machnes, but kesef is not moitzi. You find the milah that kesef and Shtar both have over chazalka. You find something that chazalka has over kesef and star. You find that kesef and have something over chazalka. Be evedivri, evedivri is nickness. Be it's not nickness. Be If a knani is nickness, be But Evidivri is not nickness. Be chazalka. As opposed to be chazalka. You have and you find the milah that Chazokah has over Kesef and when it comes to Chazokah, let's say somebody sold somebody 10 fields in 10 different countries. This was some international transaction. mehem. If the koino, the goes and he makes a Kenyan in one of these fields, in one of these medinois, konam Kulon, he's going to be koino, all of them. Says the When is Braysa. So, if at the very least he paid for all of them. But if he didn't pay for all of them, then he's only going to be kind of connected what it is he paid. Toisvah says if he paid for all the property, then he was, anyways, kind of with the It's a top Shop. But the bottom line is what do you see from here? You see that there's an Indian that if a person makes a chazoka on one piece of property, it can be kind of all the properties together with that one property. You also see that the only time you can be kind of all the properties is if you pay. You also see that if you pay partial, you kind of can acknowledge it. So, this is a riot to robber. What did Robert say? That if somebody has been kind of a of karka, you have to pay. And if you didn't pay all of it, you kind of can acknowledge You have a riot from a brisa. Now, is this a perfect sushta? Of course not. Because Rav is talking about Kinyan Agav. This is not Kinyan Agav. Over here, a person has been coined at 10 different fields. It's Karka. You can be kind a Matalto and Agav Karka. You can't be coined Karka Agav Karka. But it's Meinyan Leinyan Baos Leinyan and the Gemara fields that at the very least it's a Tzushto. That the Shulchan Aruch of making a Kinyan chazak in one field and then Agav, in quotations, being kind of all the other fields is similar to making a Kenyan in a field and Agav, not in quotations, being kind of all the other And if you see saw it his patent, his chiddish that he said in a brysa, as albeit as it relates to the Agavin quotations, that's enough to say uh Leila Rabbit's up to By the way, this Bryce that was Mesayela Rabb, it's also Messaya Leila Smu. It also supports something that Shmuel said. If somebody sells somebody else ten fields and ten different Medina, as soon as he makes a chazaka in one of them, Khana Kulan, He's going to be Kaino of all of them. Right, which was for sure what the Bryce has said, and it's definitely Mesay alushmu. We could be more on the Messiah, the Ravah, but the Messiah, the Shmuel, that's very said, So, I'll prove to you this halacha, which is Shmuel's halacha, which really is what would be if somebody gave someone 10 behemoths with one afsar, and he was masalai. That word masalai is a, a, a word that's meduyak. Because the Mishnah said on the days that a behem agas is nicknus So he made like a kinyin, in one halter, one rain, the amale, and he told him, kinyi, be kinder. Me like kinyi, obviously he's going to be kinder. And just like over there, he's going to be kindness. It makes sense that if you make a chazok in one field, you're going to be kind to all the fields. You hear the tzushdal? Shmuel said a I want to be mocked at ten fields to you make a kenyan in one and all the fields all the fields you're going to be going kind of. oh it's poshid if you would have ten animals they're all literally choking together in the same officer and you hand it over to the lycaea so you make a it's, it's poshid if you say kenyan so you, the, the Kenyan on one is a Kenyan for ten. told him, Over there, they're all together. It's one masira. but over here they're not together. Some uh, say, Prove to you the loy not tayda the kani. I prove to you the loy If somebody would give him ten behemoths and one afser, and he would tell him, "Be koina." Would he be kind of all ten? You wouldn't be kind of all ten. And if you wouldn't be kind of all ten, so by the fields you also shouldn't be kind. Of, almost but there is kalshkit. And here the Gemara says, Asfara hafucha. The Gemara says, Midami hasam over there, Gufa mukhlakim. At the end of the day, there are ten different animals. And because there are ten different animals, so it's not muchach that you're going to be kind of all ten. But hacha over here, sadna da arachat All land. In fact, the land of the entire world, the Gemara uses this in a few different places, is considered one. And even though there's lands in between and they're not adjacent properties, but at the same time, we look at it as one Metzius, and in a way, ten fields is actually more than ten animals that are independent animals. They that happen to be Ba'afzir Again, we're not farmers. I'm not 100% sure what the Metzius is. But you have ten individual animals with one afsir. At the end of the day, the fourth, Kufan Mukhlokin, But you never look at two pieces of property of being Kufan Mukhlokin, Zogte Gemara weiter. We return to the Mishnah, specifically the Seif of the Mishnah, that said, So the Mishnah digressed. The Mishnah said that there's a concept of Kinyan Agav, where a person can make a Kinyan on Karka, and Kasev Shabach and Agav, there's another concept of agav that actually works in the reverse, where there's a halacha that's nogay metatlin, and sometimes, bederech agav, again, using that word extremely loosely, not Kenyan agav, but bederech agav, we can vary metatlin as well. What is that? It's nogay yoshua. So the halacha is that enishbayin, you only swear when it comes to tfio, related to metatlin, but when it comes to karka, you don't swear. Whether it's Shvuah's whether it's Shvuah's whether it's Shvuah's Ashoimimim, happens only when you're dealing with Metalta, not when you're dealing with Gakkas. So, just one classic example Shvuah's Very, very simple. You owe me $100. He says, I owe you Chamsh. I owe you 50 The other 100 I don't owe you. So, what's the halacha? $50, you have to pay. I don't know. And the other $50, you are a Maiduva Mikhtas that's what your obligation is the only time this is true is if the tfiyah was, you owe me $100, cash, geld But what if you say, there's a piece of property that's worth $100, so then there's no Allah of shvua. So, the Mishnah stating that, what would it be if somebody goes over to someone else and he's toiveya, side karka and side metaltolin. So, the Mishnah says, es li That now, you'll swear a even on the karka, even though on karka usually there's no shvu'ah. But being that this tvi was a tvi of karka and metaltolin, and on the Right? So you're going to the and this is what we know as the halacha of Gilgul So the topic of Gilgul is, amongst other places, tucked away here in Masechet Kedushin, and it's going to really take us until the Mishnah of So we're just going to make a on the sugya now, and the Beizer Hashem Matzoy Shabbos will pick up the balance of this. So zok de yamar. The Mishnah says a zoykikin es anechasem v'chulei. Amar ulo ulo. I mean, I the not teira. What's the mekar the teira to the concept of Gilgal Shvosh? And emar, it's learned out from the following pasuk. It says ba'amra ha'isha amein amein. So this takes us back to good times. Sechta soita, where the halacha is that one of the very intricate laws of the soita is that she had to swear that she was innocent, that when she was in this state of stira, which had been preceded by a she did not do an avera with this person that her husband is choshed, she might have done an avera with. The Torah says that she herself did not say the shvua, but rather, the oysa hakoi, the koyon was mashpia. She would say the word amen, and, By her saying Amen to the Shvu'a, Kala'oina, Amen, Akhara Shvu'a, it's Kemaitzi Shvu'a, mipevdame, that's the equivalent of actually making a Shvu'a. But she didn't say Amen once. She said Amen twice. And the question is, why Amen twice? You hear a bracha, you say Amen, you still say Amen, Amen, right? Sometimes, but usually you don't. Why did she say Amin 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 once would have been enough? So who asks this kasha? The Mishnah, not even the Gemara. The Mishnah asks Kashya. But Why did she say Amin twice? So the Mishnah says Amin Allah Allah, Amin Allah Shvo. The first parrot is because when the Kayan was Mashpia her, he wasn't just Mashpia. He didn't just say I'm making you swear. He threw in Challoys and alois Right? So there's a lot happening over here. So number one, she's swearing on the Shvur, but she's also swearing on the Allah. Or she's saying, Amen on the Allah. She's accepting the Shvur, and she's accepting all the clawless. Another Pshat says the Mishnah, Amen im ish seh, Amen im ish Ach. She said, Amen, meaning, I'm innocent, I was a zana with this man with whom I had the Sira, but also not with another person either. Additionally, she said, Let's assume she was in a sua right now. So, I didn't do anything when I was in a state of Nasua. I also, when I was in arusa before we even had Chuppah, even then I hadn't been in such a situation where I was Mazana. In the event that she's not a regular in the Chuppah of sense, but rather she was a yavama that since had so she says. When I was in a state of Knuza, right? Knuza is always the lashon she says that's used when we talk about a uh, La'acha uh, Yibum Diger But also when I was in a state of Shemeres Yibum, I didn't do anything. So Amen, Amen is coming to Baburn, All these different situations. Incidentally, how do we learn so many different halachas from one Amen, Amen? Right? That's a good Kasha. I in the Rishayim I'may Masech saita. Toisvus him Toyma. I mean, Hani Halik Sibel Amen. Dibraham the third Toisvus on the arm. But either way. So the Gemara says like this. We need to focus just on one part of this mission. Hi, Arusa. Hey, chidami. So she's in a suah. And she says, Amen that, that I didn't do an aver when I was in a suah. And she also says, Amen I didn't do an aver when I was in a the Is it talking about when she says, Amen al arusa. That um, swe- when she was in Arusa, Right now she's in Aruso, And she's swearing that this second, in a state of arusa, I was not mezana. In other words, when we say, Amen al arusa, we mean, that right now she's in Arusa. Ayin Rashi. And in this state of Arusa, she's saying nothing happened. But the Gemara says, so you're telling me she's in Arusa? The Kinu was when she was in Arusa. He's masculine right now when she's in Arusa. That can't be the case. Because by the time we went to the Mishnah, Arusa v'shemeris yovam, loishhoisois, night noitlois, Ksuba. We know that... Uh, Woman that's an arusa never drinks from the meisaita. At my time, the reason is tachasi sheikh amirach ma'anabalaka. Tachasi sheikh means there has to be already a an nesuin and if all there is is an arusa and there's no nesuin then you're not going to have this salacha. So again, the Mishnah says amen when I was in arusa amen was, uh, when I was in nesuin. If amen when I was in arusa means that right now she's in an arusa and that's what that word amen means. That if she's in a state of arusa achshat, when there was king of estirah there's a parish of site, it's not true, because we know there's no parish of site. So that can't be what Omen alarusa means. Incidentally, if that's what Amen alarusa would mean, what would Amen al mean? So you have to work this out a little bit better, but we're not learning Saita now. What we just need is that the Gmar has this fleeting Havamina, the Amen. Al Arusa means that when she's in Arusa, the extra omin is teaching me, there's a parish of soita. But again, that's something that we know for a fact is not the case. Elo, the kani law, Kishihi <speaking in> Arusa, the nistera kishia Arusa, the Kamashkilo, Kishi right? Which is what we thought of, it. The case must be that now she's not in Arusa, now she's in Asua. And now in a state in Asua, she's swearing that I never was mizana when I was in Nesua. You should know I also was never Mazana when I was in Arusa. But the Gemara says, Mi la maya. Why are you swearing on that? The water wouldn't be biting on that anyways. You're mean you know, swearing because you're basically saying, if I am guilty, then I'm in trouble. It's not true. Because We know the only time that the May Saito was biting is if the husband was innocent. So if she's guilty and he's clean, he's venika so that's when this halacha is true. But let's say she's a an noyephess and he's a an noyephess so in that situation, the halacha is the water wasn't baidik To the extent that she was Rusa, so then that would mean when he went and he was now in a state of nusuin with him, because he married a woman that was mezana when she was in Arusa. And if that's the case, it comes out <coughs> that she's not, he's not Manukameyavin, and if he's not menuka then the maim is not being baidik. And if the maim is not being baidik, the wise is saying amen. So again, what is the Gemara saying? The case maybe is, maybe the case is, let's read the words of the Gemara, kishakamila, where he did kinuikshi arusa, when she was in Arusa. But at the Sinistera, the arusa, the was when she was in arusa, but the kamashki lok shi But the hashka happened, meaning right now they're in a state of Nasua. Tach teaches me you can't take an arusa to Bezdin and give it to Shrin for the Mesa. But right now she's in but, but it all happened when she was in arusa. And that's what we mean... That's what we mean when we say that it's weird that nothing happened when you were in Arusa, where there was a kine and but now, right now, she's in But The Gemara says if there was a kine and when she was in Arusa, how did you do Nesuin? Oh, you did not have Aver when you did the If you did an Aver when you did Nesuin, an there's a problem. Fake Who said you did an Aver? What was the grace of It's the last Rashi in the oven. Long Rashi. The Aveira was that they didn't sue and since when does the in an Aveira? If there was a beer there would be an Aveira. they can't be married, every site is married. That's not the Aveira. It's the beer. But Rashi says there had to have been a biya. Why there have to be an a So this is another halacha of a Saita. Because it says in the pasuk of the Parsha of mi balade and we learn from that, the only time that a was baidik is if it was Baal baalabayil. But if it wasn't Baal baalabayil, so then it's not going to work. That means there would have had to have been a biya. Because if there was never a biya between husband and wife, that even for this stira now, for this new stira, he wouldn't have the ability to be mashker, let alone stud. Bringing up old Zachin that might have taken place in the past. So that means for sure there was a Bia. And if there was a Kinian steer by Darusa, that means he was over on the Issa Saita. So if he was over on the Issa Saita because of the Kinian steer that happened by Darusa and there was a Bia, so he's not, up, he's not up, and that can't be the case. So the Gemara says by process of elimination, there's only one way to explain what this Omen, Omen, Omenala Omen al-Nesua Omen is El Ayude Gilgol, must be it was Gilgal, and this is a Raya to Gilgush. Again, we just started, we made a, a scholar, we're learning Gilgol in the sugis of mamish, we to we're we learning about These are two in that at first glance have very little to do with each other, which is gonna be the Gemara's first kash in yesterday's death. We'll do a little bit of a sikum on this, we'll pick this up the tomorrow. But for now, just to end the week with a little bit of light, but nifli from Hagoyan Hagod, Rabruve Margovis. That is Rabbi Marvin Margolis, in his Hagodas Shal Pesach, from all places, says the following: Meisa Rabbi Yezar, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Laza ben Azaria, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Tarfon. Show you mesubin be bnei brak, for you mesaprim be itzius mitzrayim. Call oisay alaylo. Ad shabot tamidayim va omrulahem. Rabbi Seenu hegiyaz man kriish mashal Everyone knows this Mishnah. Which is the Pesach's brachas, which is quoted right here in the Haggadah Shal Pesach. It's Yehuda that Reb Tzvi in his Agoyus, a Pesach to Sanhedrin asks a niflo gakasha. The Gemara over there says. Tzedek, Tzedek, Tirdov. It's a passage in the Torah. And from there you learn that a person should run after Tzadikin. Tzedek, Tzedek, Tirdov. You should run after the Chachamin. And the briser gives us a little bit of insight into where different gedolim live. So if you would want to know where to find Rabbi Akiva, where you should go. And where to find Rabbi, where you should go. In that briser it says that if you want to find Rabbi Yezer, so where should you run? Tzedek, Tzedek, Tirdov. Halech Acha Rabbi Yezer, Belud. So where did Rabbi live? He lived in Lunt. So the said Sukkah, mm-hmm. He says, I praise, I love to praise the the lechevrah, the lazy people. Why? Because when it comes to Yontif, they're lazy, and they don't leave their family, they don't go away. He said, and he You'll to go to the Rebbe on Yontif. We have all great bites on this. But this rebel, he has his famous memory. Usually you think of a lazy person, it's hard to really find the silver lining. How are you going to be Meshabeach? You have to get up, you have to speak about a lazy guy. What are you going to say, Rabbi? I love, no, Meshabeach, and he has had slalom. Ich kengeben, adrusha, Because you know why? This Lazy guy. When it comes to Yontif, he's lazy. So he said, I'm afraid, Reb Zvi Ashchayes. He said, "If that's the case, what was Reb Liazah doing in Bnei Brak?" Reb Liazah, the Gemara says, in Sanhedrin, Lamed Beis, Lamed Beis lived where he lived in Lod. And Reb Liazah said, in Sukkah of Zayin, Lamed Beis, Mishabech He held that it's wrong. You're not allowed to leave your house on Yontif. If that's the case, Meiser Reb is in Bnei Brak. What is he doing in Bnei Brak? Luchayre is mishabech and he lives in Lod. So how did he make it to Bnei Brak? And Rab Tzvi Ashchayy says his kasha is such a stark kasha he blights sorich in gadol. Now it's good to know that in Ger they say over from the Svasemes, that Sfas Emes said that this maysa Rab yes, didn't happen on Lail Pesach and this was one of his Rayas. This kasha, but Al Kabanim, this is a grace of kasha. Rab Tzvi Ashchayy asked and he blights sorich in gadol. Says Rabbi Bruever Margolis. There's a Mishnah Masechet Smais Shane. Perikhey Mishnah test, which usually sounds like a really wilder tush it happened to have been quoted in today's Knaf where the Mishnah tells a story And the Gemara brought this Mishnah to teach me a halacha or attempt to teach me a halacha in the sugya of Agha. We mentioned when we learned the Mishnah that the big Makhlaik is Rashi and Rabbein Tam had to learn Pasha Bishan of the Mishnah Rashi said Rabbeinu was on a boat and he said Oy they, Oops, I hop right now. I have pebble, and it's not good. I have no choice. So, quickly, my solution, <laughs> my son, and he takes care of everything that he needed to take care of. But a bit of time had. A bunch of kashas, a whole regime of bumbas that he asked on Rashi. kach Pirish like you find so often, a whole different shot than the Zayda Rashi. He said, You want to know what happened over here? It was the Shazbir. And he said because it was the Shah's beer, Rabbi Gamliel had to be Makangamitsu beer. And it was he was up against the clock. He had to do it this second. And because he had to do it this second, so he had no choice, so quickly he had to go ahead and he had a had it be Mafish. By the way, one of Rabbi Nutam's rayas that he brought was that this Mishnah is in parakeet of Mesach if you open up a Masacs and you learn paraquet, you know what the whole para talks about. the midst of beer. Surveydor so Tom said, "Look at the Mocca the is that that's what's going on." So I said,, Rabbi, my goal is, when was this Shahs beer? It was twice a year. It was the third year and the sixth year of the Shemitah cycle and it took place on Erev Pesach. It's a Mishnah in that fifth paragraph of Mishnah, <laughs> the If Rabbeinu Tam says that this story, this Mishnah that the Mishnah tells me happened in the Shazbir up against the clock, that means Chlor, Rabbeinu Tam was Megalotos. So when did this take place? It took place on Erev Pesach. So he says, listen to the story. Mice, you have a story with Rabbi Gamliel and all the Skenim. We know who the Skenim are. And they were on a boat And they're arriving Mamesh Achshav, Erev Pesach. Where did they arrive? Where was the port that they used to travel in and out of? It was in Yafo. So they arrive in Yafo now, and they have to go travel Pesach. It's Pesach now. So they turn around, they say, okay, who lives closest to Yafo? Rabbi Akiva said, I do. I live in Bnei Brak. And he said, by the way, if you want to know how close Bnei Brak is to Yafo, okay, so you can, I guess, weigh it. But there's another way to do it, and that is, it's a and say for sure The posseh says Bnei Brak is Al-Gvul Yafo. It's a posseh in Tanakh. That's mamish where Bnei Brak is. Look it up. So it's mamish right there. So they all went to Rabbi Akiva. And he said, because they all went to Rabbi Akiva, he said, that's why they were Rabbi Akiva. it's a Every year he used to pray, but this was a story. He happened to have come, he arrived, he had no choice, he was stuck. And that's why he ended up where he ended. But he said, I have one kasha on this. What's his kasha? The Mishnah, Maiseb, Rabbi Leiaz, it doesn't mention Rabbi Gamliel. Over here was Rabbi Gamliel and the Skenim. Maiseb, Rabbi Leiaz, Rabbi Yashua, Rabbi azariah Benazari, Rabbi Tarfin. The Skenim are all mentioned. Rabbi and Rabbi Yashua, who get shout outs in the Mishnah, Maisez, Shemi, are mentioned. Rabbi Gamliel not mentioned. So, if Rabbi Gamliel not there, it's a little bit of a pircha. But he says it's posture to me why Rabbi Gamliel wasn't there. He <laughs> says the reason Rabbi Gamliel wasn't there is because Rabbi Gamliel was the Nasi. And the Allah <laughs> and Shulchan Aruch is in Archaim Simen Toph Beis, that if the Nasi is present, you're not allowed to sit by a And these Gainim wanted to sit by a And in order for them to sit by a sabah, it would have been necessary that Rabbi Gamliel not be able to provide the with him. Smet Rab Ruhm that's why the Balagoda was Madge. Shmais, Brab Yaz, Brab Yeshua, Rabulosum Ben Azai, Brabikiva, Rab Tarfin, Shayya Misub Bib Why do they have to everyone knows Musubin? What's the emphasis? What's the dog? There's no extra word here. Why do I have to know that they were Ms.ubin so Bibnebrach? Snay Bib Nabrak! For you, mishapin. Well, first day, you're supposed to be. You have Of course, the teretz is because can have ben shayla, pun intended. You're gonna say that all these hanam were in Bnei How's <laughs> Rabbi Leizer in Bnei Brak? Rabbi has to be in Lord, Lod. Mishabiyach and he has adslanim. The teretz is the mission of Ma'ase Sheini. But then you're gonna have the follow-up question: Where's Rabbi Gamliel? You know what the answer is. Mishupin, and they want to be the kind of mitzvah of a saber, and because they want the kind of mitzvah of a Saber, he says that's why it hadn't played itself out the way it played itself out. This is the ha'ara and I got the. God of that's Pesach, that's Today's that, But we already opened up the Hagada and we're on <laughs> this Mice Rabbi Rabbi Yeshua of it's open already, you might as well keep it open for another few minutes. So I'll just tell you the other two artists just want to get a time a little bit of the Haggadah Shal Pesach, me Rabbi Ruven Ragolus, just to get a little feel for what else is going on over here. So I'll tell you something fascinating, this is unbelievable. Rabbi Ruven Ragolus, I don't know if the oil knows this, he was a Chsidah Shiit, he was a chesidah shayyid. I recently had the schus the to speak to someone who was very, very close to him. Me Margolis didn't have any children. But there's a ben Mishpacha that I recently spent a few hours with and he was telling me a lot of things about Rav Margolis, She'er B'Soroy. And one of the things he told me was he was a chesidah shayyid. He was a real Galician chesidah shayyid. And Rav Margolis, in his pirish that he wrote on a al-Pesach, said he divided into two. He wrote a Pirish Be'er Miriam and he wrote a Pirish Kehilas Moshe so his Pirish Be'er Miriam is Rabruvin Margolis-esque this Ha'ara that we just spoke out which is very Rabruvim Margolis-esque it's from his Pirish Be'er Miriam the Pirish Kehilas Moshe is a Pirish al not Pneemius, not Kabula, which Rabruvin Margolis wrote a lot on it's Chesidus. He quotes the Sashulun from Bells. He quotes Nitfer Shlein from Adams. He quotes Rab Tadak Miloblin. He quotes the Chaisa So if you go through the Shtiklach, it's real, real, real Chesidus. So this is on the other side of the Maisa. This is on the Kehilas Moshe side. So over there says Rab Ruver Margolis. So what happened? They were sitting and they were Mesapim, Betsias, Mizraim, Koloisa, Lila. So what's Pashub Shah? in the story. <coughs> is they were so engrossed and it was Mamish they were so orangutan in the mitzvah that the Pasha lost track of time. That's Pashim Shad. That's the way I was taught it when I was growing up. That is the Pshut HaShemikra of what happened. They were so excited. They were so into the mitzvah and Mamish they're going on and they're asking questions that they Pasha, they lost track. Wow, it's already the morning. He my Magrish, Masha Shachas. Okay, we have to stop. But says, Rabbul Margolis Yeish that there's a little bit of a premius over here. And that is, the Zoya Kodesh says in Parsh Mois, and this is on Tez, Vav, Amid Aleph in the Zoyar. Just read one paragraph. Rab Shimon comes, and he kisses his son, Rablaz Rabb Shimon, on his forehead. He told him, "Kohen, b'ri bekiyumach." He says, "Stand up, the shaita kaimolach." Because I see right now, Kenzain of the that right now shaita Kaimalach. If you say Torah now, you're going to be able to be magal or rozei Torah. Yosef, Rav Shimon, Shimon sat down for Rabbi Laza b'Kohen, and his son Rabbi stood up, U milu derozei the chachmasa, and he started explaining the side of Torah. The and as he did that, his face started to shine like the sun. And all the words that he was saying were starting to fly in the Shemaim. They sat for two days. And they didn't eat and they didn't drink. Two days passed, they didn't eat and drink. You know why? Because they didn't know. Because the sun was bright, so shining inside, they, there was no khaj, they had no way of knowing if it was night or day. Usually you could tell it's it's dark outside, it's light outside. But because of the Torah that was emanating from the mouth of Rabbi Shimon, they had no way of knowing if it was day or night. Kanafku, when they walked outside, They had that two days just passed, they didn't need anything. So Rabbi Shimon got up and he said, The Pasik says, he says, you know, I always learned this posse. I couldn't understand. How can Moshe Rabbeinu go 40 days and 40 nights without eating? We spoke about that in the raid recently. But he it's Pasha now I see how you could do that. Because Madach, us, we were able to go two days. So Moshe, the Kara Asid Beba, he me Hashem, Abraham, Yom, that he was mamishim Hashem, has come It's He said, the reason is because there was no cheshben. And because there was no... But Al-Kopanam said, what do you see from here? That when Rabelot Reb- 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 Shimon started saying his Torah, it was so not shyeh that They couldn't tell if it was day. They couldn't tell if it was night. The Brur says you find this in Pirkei Rabbi Eliezer as well. Beginning of Pirkei Rabbi Eliezer, Perek Beis, Rabbi Eliezer. He didn't learn Torah. He doesn't know Krishna, and he goes for BeYechem Zaka as Yeshiva Vadvar Matikan. And finally, he says the first time I'm willing to give a drasha. But it was on the condition of Yechim M'zakeh I leave right. So said Rabbi Magolus, It's a Kodesh. It's a Rabbi Yezer, that a Mullah person. Could say Torah, and it can be mazdabik in the Shechina on such a nifledig way that ain't adam yodeya that there's no one that's there that's going to know whether it's day or whether it's night. He said pasheb shat there was a maysa for Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Lozban, Rabbi Yakiv, Rabbi, Rabbi Tarif, and Sholim Mesubin be Bnei Brak. For you misnap him be tzias b'sheim. I should go tell me them. They said Rabbi Sayno he gives my of shalshachas. They lost track of time. But you know what the pnimius is? The pnimius is when these gedolim came together. This may be one time in history and they traveled as a because they were the But now because they came on the boat based on this mission of Shane and they started being Masapir, he said, Dartin and it wasn't shaykh what was happening. And what happened was he said their faces started to shine that you couldn't tell if it was day or night. There was no cheshman of time. If there was no cheshman of time, they had no idea there was no musik. Until the Talmudim came and they said, Rabbi Senu." He gives man kriyash mashal You should know it's already time to daven chakras. And they had no concept, they had no musig, and that's when they started diving. He says that's the oymik of Le'el Said that a person could be to. Right, what do we say in the end of the Agoda? We say that or Yoim Cheshkas And there's a musig that that night that you didn't left Mitzrayim was not Yoim, it was not Laila. And that's the. The Aruch says, hahu Even though it was really at night, but you should tell them that it was Yoim, that that night was mamish. It was a chin of Yoim. He says, "On the Lail Seder, befratitz mesugal for a person to be able to come to this darga of where there's no cheshven of day or night." And that's exactly what happened. They had no cheshven of whether it was day or night, and that's why the tamidim who were not on that level they walked in and they sent Rabbi Seinu Giesman Kedush Mashal Shachas. But again, the God is open, so we'll just mention one final aura, and that is this story happened where it happened in Venebra. So Rav Margolis says, "Abarbanel." he says the are Benel in the Sefer Zevech Pesach rice that Bnei is Shem Mokoim, which we know, Vahoyu Mimishpachas Homon, the family of Homon lived there, Finiskayu, and they were Megai. Says Rambam, "Golz, where did that baronel get this from?" The Gemara says, "Me bnei banev shalhaman lamdu ta'ir b'nei So, where did he get this from? He got this from the Gemara Masechet Sanhedrin. But the Emes says it's a pella bnei banev shalhaman lamdu ta'ir b'nei First of all, what did Haman do to deserve that he has einiklich? Then a mamish sitting and learning. Right, that's a murder of the to have that. And Haman is Zaycha that he has children and Eimeklach, the Banev, of they're learning Torah. Bephrad, it's not so posh to be Mechabal Geirim from Amalek. So how is it possible, this whole union of Pnei of Shalhaman? Says Rabbi Margolis that he found in Bala Turim, in Parshas Setsav, in Perich of Ches, Pasig Zion. And he said, I brought it already in my Hagoyah, to say safe of simon, tough tough Reish, Yod, tes, one thousand one thousand nineteen I had shown that the Balatum had a different gear. So it's not Bnei Bonov Shal Homon, but it's Bnei Bonov Shal Namon. Bnei of of naman and he says the emba it's much better because that gemara that says Bnei Bann of Shalhaman it starts sort of Naman Ger of That's the way the price starts, so it's a little more matin that we're starting talking about Naman and then we're mentioning Bnei Bann of naman So you see how you can confuse Haman and Naman, right? So it's not Bnei of Shalhaman, but really it was Bnei Bann of Shalnaman. Incidentally, on the bottom of the Haggadah, so this is a newer print, but on the bottom of the Haggadah, they bring a ha'ara from Reb Mendel Aaronberg. Who wrote a ha'ara on They both lived in Tel Aviv, incidentally, so they must have known each other, and they were both tremendous, tremendous So, by But said, so "There's a ha'ara from him on this." Ha order for Rubenar Ghost. But the bottom line is, says Ragos, I think everybody has it wrong. Everybody says Bneibanov Shal Hammon classic. I think it's not Bneibanov Shal Hamun, it's Bneibanov Shal Namon, and this will answer all the Kashes that everybody asks on hamon and Amolik, etc etc. And he ends off with the heal Thank you, Hashem, Shazakhisi Lokhayim, that by me changing the Girsa from hamon to Namon, I was like to be Mikhaim the mitzvah sase the rais of mocha ytimchaze.